Sass Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Quinley. This is the unofficial Jeff Lewis Live After Show. Now, although Jeff's show is a vehicle for my podcast, let me be clear. I would have one regardless because I have thoughts and questions and oh my God, you guys, I could not wait to ask you this. <gasps> okay. These are the thoughts that keep me up at night, which by the way, I really did miss you guys this weekend. Love you. Okay. So here's my question. <laughs> Okay. All right. So I'm in bed cracking my bones like I love to do. It's literally my favorite thing to do when I fall asleep and wake up in the morning. Some people pray to God. Some people give their loved one a kiss goodnight. Some people, whatever. You have your ritual. I like to crack the shit out of my body. I turn into my own personal chiropractor slash contortionist. And I don't know what happens, but it's like my bones just turn into Rice Krispies and it's snap, crackle, pop. And I love every drop. Okay, so then my question turns to, are humans the only species that enjoy cracking their bones for fun? For fun? Like, do you think that cats ever crack their arms or like crack their legs for fun or like a bear cracks its back after fucking hibernating and sleeping on a rock for six months? They must, right? How can we be the only ones? We can't. Do aliens crack their knuckles? I have questions, people. But honestly, I really want to know if animals crack their like hands and crack their feet and all of that. Like, okay, take dogs, for example. You know how when you ask them something, they tilt their head to the side and we're like, stop it. You don't understand me. What if they understand what you're saying and you're just driving them so crazy that they get a fucking twinge in their neck and they're like, God damn it, Susan, let me get this fucking crank out of my neck. And they just crack their neck like that. And that's what they're doing. Dogs aren't tilting their head out of confusion, people. Okay, let's give them a little more credit than that. Let's give them a little more credit. They're just fucking cracking their necks. And we've cracked the case here on Splash of Sass. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, wicked quick on Real Housewives of Atlanta. Candy, Candy Burris. She has a scene talking to Don Juan and Monietta. Don Juan and Monietta? What fucking iconic names, first of all. Can we just start there? And of course, we know Jeff loves a candy, but this one is Candy Burris, not Candy Spelling. But in this scene, it flashes back to Candy FaceTiming her husband, Todd, and Candy sitting in a makeup chair where her face is completely transformed into a cat. It's for a Halloween party. They have to tell you that on the screen below because it's so startling out of nowhere to just see Candy as a cat. Catty. I'm talking green contacts in everything. It does not look like her at all. It doesn't even look like a human, actually. It looks like nobody. It does, it looks like a fucking cat was CGI'd onto Candy's face. I, I mean, shout out to her makeup artist who clearly must have worked on the set of cats. Candy could have slipped right into that fucking movie and no one would have blinked an eye. But in Real Housewives, all of a sudden, if you watch Sunday's episode, it's like Candy's in the office with her friends. Then they casually do a flashback of her 
as a complete cat. And then we're right back into the office again. As if we didn't just have a fucking live action cat on our screen. Like, out of nowhere, she's just a cat. You know what it reminded me of? Oh my God, you guys, for Jeff Lewis Live... Ew, I was going to say for Jeff Lewis Live fans out there, (laughs) who else would be listening? Hopefully not my mom and dad. God. Okay, so Jeff Lewis did a Halloween. I think it was a Drinker 5 Halloween. Check the SiriusXM app. Now I'm turning into Brandy Howard, just advertising for everybody. But Jeff, oh my God, oh my God. No, Jeff, I've showed so many people this picture. You guys, I had to take a still shot of him because it was so startling to my eyes that the first time I saw Jeffrey Lewis dressed up on <laughs> dressed up as the elf on the shelf. No, 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 no. It's like that TikTok. Oh no, 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 no. Um his makeup is so fucking jarring. I, there's no other words. When I saw him appear on my phone screen the first time I watched it, I literally shrieked, shrieked, and chucked my phone across the room. Like, I, I break that screen. Break that screen because I don't ever want to see anything on there again. Oh, my God. My eyes burned. But in the best way. Like, it is iconic in the worst, best way possible. Oh, so speaking of, today on the May 22nd episode of Jeff Lewis Live, we had Ramona Singer, we had Avery Singer, and we had Shane Doug. So Avery owns a business. She plans group outings, little parties, whoop whoop, batch boss. Botch boss. That's not how she talks. That's how I like to say it. Botch boss. Um, a large component of her business is bachelor parties specifically. And Avery likes to focus on men because they ask less questions than the bachelorettes and will just go along with what they say. And they also have more money than the girls do. Woof. Woof. Um, okay, so my mother told me if I don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Uh, then I wouldn't have a podcast. But I will just say I hope that Avery recognizes that it's not the girl's choice that they're not making as much as the men. And that maybe if she realizes this, that the men have more money, then maybe she could do like a discount for the girlies. You know, let's help each other. Doesn't Ramona like to support women? We all support women. All right. So just throwing that out there. Anyways, eventually Avery wants to have employees on site as like party hosts, like, oh, we'll come along, whoop, whoop, make sure everyone's having fun, party concierge kind of deal. Okay, my question is, will you make the employee sign an NDA? I'm going to guess yes, but I just saw an article this morning that said 70% of people cheat at bachelor slash bachelorette parties. Oh my God, you guys, keep it in your fucking pants, my lord. I'll be honest with yourself, monogamy was not made for you. Okay, so I'm sure Avery's already seen a lot of shit, but the more that her business grows, the more shit she gon' see. She she about to see a lot more shit. So all I'm saying is that she could write a book by the time this is all said and done. Like the amount of stories she has. Also, wait, I'm sure she has so many creative friends. She's from the Big Apple. One of them should write a scripted series based off of the stories that Avery feeds her on the side. 
What? I could totally see that being like a Netflix show, even HBO. See, Avery, I might be a little sassy, but I'm always here to help. Speaking of help, Ramona is trying to make the world a better place by encouraging (laughs) equality in strip clubs. And by that, I mean a strip club that has both male and female strippers. I can say that this time, this time, I am 100% behind Miss Ramona Singer. I love it. I love it so much. I mean, I don't want to go. I don't want to go at all. I've actually never even been to a strip club. It's not my jam. Like, I'd rather dance with somebody on my own, in my own house, where then we can do other things. You know, like, what? I am the stripper. I'd rather dance by myself in front of the mirror. Like, I'm the show, bitch. And I hope we all feel that way about ourselves. Okay, so on that same note, actually, (laughs) Shane. Shane brings up the importance of see something, say something. And by that, I mean, if you see Shane... Say something. Say so. See some Shane. Say something. Um, Shane says that no one will come up to him when he's out at the bars, but they'll message him later like, hey, saw you at High Tops. I agree, people. Like, put down your goddamn phones and fucking talk to each other, okay? It's so annoying. When one of my friends gets drunk, all she wants to do is show us TikTok videos. And I get it. Like, they're all funny. They all are funny. But we are funnier. We're funnier. Again, again, same concept. Why do I want to sit and watch someone else dance? Why do I want to sit and watch somebody else make jokes? Like, we make the jokes and we are the dancers. What do you mean? We're girls. We just want to have fun. Ramona and Avery, womp womp, bringing down the fun. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, They ain't into sex, just into making love. Okay, aka they are against one night stands for themselves personally, and Jeff tends to agree. They think that there's a lot more room to get hurt if you like somebody and sleep with them after the first date, and then they ghost you or whatever. Um, okay. If a guy goes to you after he sleeps with you, that is called a douchebag, otherwise known as a fuckboy, twat man, motherfucking fool, I don't know, insert whatever synonym here, and applies to girls, fuck girl, twat girl, whatever. My point is, really, why would you want to hang out with somebody like that if it shows they have zero communication skills and a serious lack of empathy to fuck somebody and then never talk to them again? What the fuck? Now, have I ghosted people before? I mean, like, yeah, of course, because sometimes I have zero communication skills and I show a lack of empathy. Not always, just sometimes. Oh my God, wait, you guys, actually talking about ghosting, I got zombied this weekend. I got zombied. I was so flattered. Oh my God, it's been so long. It's been so long. So for anyone that forgets, zombies, when somebody pops back up from the dead, um, like months or years later and wants to hang out again. So this kid and I, we went out a few months ago, just a couple times. I saw red flags and dipped out politely. And then this zombie popped up out of nowhere on Friday, texting me as if nothing happened. As if nothing happened. I was like, oh, so you just randomly thought of texting me? And I literally said that. And he replied, yeah, I guess it has been a minute. A minute? A minute? 
What do you mean a minute? It's been a handful of minutes. It's been thousands of minutes. It's been 525,600 minutes. Um, anyways, I don't know. He was a good kisser. So maybe I will text him back. Now, talking about zombieing. <laughs> Bravo is zombieing Ramona. <laughs> Bravo zombieing all the old New York housewives, all the OG, I should say, um, to get them back on the Legacy series. So basically, what was going to be a full New York housewives Legacy series has been dwindled down to one week of filming on Scary Island. Honestly, ah. It's going to be amazing no matter what, but Bravo, you should have fucking shelled out the dough for Bethany and Jill, okay? You guys could play the reruns of that all the fucking time. It would pay for itself in no time. Are you joking? Plus, then you can finally give Below Deck a day off. Damn, that show has turned into the fucking Kardashians of Bravo. Like, honestly, you can guarantee no matter what time of day, the Kardashians will be on E and Below Deck will be on Bravo. Thank goodness Peacock is pushing some content. Okay, for New York Legacy, seriously, how amazing would it be to have one week on Scary Island? Although, actually, I prefer that they were in the Hamptons, to be honest. Like, what's the point of Scary Island if Bethany isn't there? That's like all of Jeff's old employees doing a flipping out legacy at the Gramercy House or some shit. Like, that's so cute that you guys all gathered together at once. But I mean, without the head honcho, we don't really cur that much. We don't really cur. Um, but we do. We do. Anywho, my dream cast is Ramona, Sonia, Luann, Bethany, and Jill. Kelly Ben Simone can come if she wants. Same with Alex McCord. Carol and Heather Thompson can be on standby warming up the bench. Okay, so on Jeff Lewis, when they talk about the New York housewife staple known as Jill Zarin. Jill Zarin, a.k.a. It stinks in here. <laughs> oh, Jill, never change. Avery points out that Jill's only been on Housewives for three seasons. And Jeff's like, why does it feel like she never went away then? To which Ramona cackles loudly away for about 17 minutes. Um, the reason you feel like that, Jeff, is because Jill is fucking iconic. Iconic. And Bravo has flashed back to her scenes so many times. It's basically like she's been a cast member this whole time anyways. I swear, they do one Jill flashback per New York episode. No matter what. No matter what. Because she has so many insane scenes because she is a fucking star. She's the star. And I would like some fucking respect to be put on our Bravo ancestors' names. My God. Damn, Daniel. But like, honestly, the fact that Bravo even played games with trying to make Jill look thirsty and the the whole Jill's thirsty thing, drop it, drop it. We are thirsty for Jill. Stop acting like it's any other way. We all talk about Jill all the fucking time. She doesn't even talk about any of us. And by us, I mean Bravo shit. Clearly not Splash Asaya. She would fucking love me. She'd love, we're gingers, we're gingers. She has a dog named Ginger. Come on, she'd love me. But honestly, Jill has been alive throughout every single season because she is such an icon. So it's just annoying when people pretend like she isn't. Now, moving on to other housewives. 
Jeff was at Kyle Richards' white party. And we all know this infamous white party from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. It was always featured at Kyle's house. And we saw like food trucks outside and all of that shit. People tearing up the dance floor left and right. But then you guys, you know, Jeff casually mentions that this party was held in a stadium. The white party was at SoFi fucking stadium? I'm sorry, what the actual fuck? She had her party at a stadium? No, no, no. What? There are comedians whose entire dream in life is to sell out a stadium. And instead, over in Beverly Hills, they buy stadiums. And fill them with sellouts. No, I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. Just being sassy today, all right? No, I love Ramona's call out of the white party, though. She was like, there's no charity or anything? That it's just a party at a stadium? How Beverly Hills of you guys. Like, that is the exact opposite of New York City. Everything in New York is driven by a cause. Charity, galas, this and that, philanthropic causes. Everything in Beverly Hills, that's just driven by applause. Applause. Oh my God. No, no, no. Are you joking? I just came up with that fucking shit. Everything in New York is driven by a cause. Everything in Beverly Hills is driven by applause. Boom. You guys, we make magic on Splash of Sass, okay? I love you all. Now, Jeff is annoyed that we are all programmed to wish people well. (laughs) Jeff does not wish people well in life that have wronged him, but he also doesn't wish them to be mizzy. He just, which miserable, he just wishes them nothing. Just wishes them nothing. I don't want good things to happen to you. I don't want bad things to happen to you. I just don't care about anything that happens to you. You're fucking dead to me. You're dead to me. Speaking of fuck boys, one that I dated moved to a new city after we broke up. And when we had our closure call... <laughs> Our closure call. No, that like one last phone call where it's like, speak now or forever hold your dick inside your fucking pants because you ain't getting in mind no more, bitch. No, but it was the first time we talked after we had broken up. And when I asked how he was like, oh, hey, how are you? He said, so good. So good. So good. So good. Talking about how he moved to a cool, young, sexy place. Literally used the word sexy to describe his neighborhood. So yes, okay, at that point, I absolutely wished him the opposite of well. I was even worse than Jeff. I fuck, I don't fuck your nothing. I wish you misery. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Really, my only hope for thou that harm me is that karma lays down the ultimate sentence. Like, I don't want karma taking it easy on you, just light probation or some shit like that. I want karma to forever take its toll with no chance of parole. Boom. Oh my, you guys, I swear, I am a poet on the side. Like, I don't mean to talk in rhymes all the goddamn time. It just was written in my stars. Now, next up on JLL, Avery talks about where to move next. She said she's loved living in Chicago and Austin because there's no homeless people all over the place like there is in New York City. I'm sorry. Did I mishear something? Chicago and Austin? 
have less homeless people? I mean, I know New York is crazy right now, but like everywhere has so many homeless, homeless. It's a crisis right now. They're all over. How, how has Avery lived in Chicago and Austin and not seen homeless people everywhere? I'm that's confusing to me, but also not surprising, I guess. Cause I'm sure Avery runs in a different part of town than I would. <laughs> As she should, as she should. Now, as they are going to break, Jeff wants to take <laughs> Jeff wants to take calls, and he goes to give the phone number for Radio Andy, but suddenly says, "I don't have the phone number here." Like there was a slight panic to his voice, and I was like, "You mean the phone number that you recite literally every single day? You still need to read that shit." I know it more than my own number at this point. 1-800-305-ANDY. Okay? Like, well, I don't need a, What? Uh, that was crazy. That was crazy. He forgot his own number that he literally reads every single day. Wild. If Shane did that, he'd give Shane so much shit. So I am here to give Jeff shit for those who can't. Welcome to Splash CS. Now, Jeff takes a caller, but first he throws his own sass at his own production team, saying he didn't have much notes to go off of. And apparently I have no notes to go off of because all I wrote down for this is caller wants advice for working with your partner slash family. Huh. So I guess the answer is don't or else I clearly would have written something. Um, yeah, don't. Don't work with your partner or your family. Don't work with your loved ones. My advice is put your kids to work for you. Sure. Kids can work all day long for you. Just no adults. No adults. Don't bring the adults into it. They just complicate shit and kids, you can tell them what to do. <laughs> so then some lady, guys, this was so confusing. A lady named Katie called in, but she lied about her name. It's really Orphe or Orca, Orca Whale. I don't know. I was so confused. All we know is that she loves Chicago and she just wanted to thank Avery for loving Chicago. But maybe that's all a lie because I don't know. Why would she lie about her name just to get on air? I was so confused by that all. So Katie slash Orphe slash Orphan slash Orca Whale from Chicago. What was that about, ma'am? What happened, babe? What happened? Be yourself. It's okay to be yourself. Jeff Lewis is himself and we love him for that. And I love you all. So we will be back tomorrow with more Jeff Lewis live recaps. In the meantime, please follow Splash Sass on Insta. Subscribe. Do all that shit. Rate it. Tell your friends, you guys. Please spread the word. And spread your legs if you want to, all right? If it's a one night stand and you want to spread your legs, it's okay. Just be safe about it and know what you're getting into. Communicate your expectations. And I expect you to please tell your friends about this fucking podcast. <laughs> I love you guys so much. All right, bye. Splash, splash, splash. Splash your sass. Splash your sass.